First John chapter four, verse 17 through 21. Herein is love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear because fear have torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he, that he who loveth God, love his brother also. Amen. Amen. Because, because, because. We thank you, God, because you are God and you first loved us. We thank you, Father God, because you gave the word of God. You delivered the word of God to sinful flesh and you gave us the power to believe it. And then we thank you most of all for Jesus Christ dying for our sins on Calvary, Father God. Amen. 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 Because, because, because. Now, now, y'all know my favorite movie of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Wizard of Oz. And uh, those three becauses that we've seen in chapters, verses 17 through 21, is it goes because, because, because. Remember what Dorothy and, and Dorothy and Toto and the, and the lion and the scarecrow and the tin man, am I missing any of them? They were on their way to Oz. And as they traveled to Oz, they sang this song. Because, because, because. They were off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Here we go. Because, because, because. Why? What came next? Because of the wonderful, because of the wonderful things he does. <laughs> as far as I'm going. I love that movie. I love that. Krina, Krina loved Christmas Story. That's her favorite movie. Wizard of Oz is mine. Everybody got their own favorite. All right. But watch what he says because. Because that's a big word. That's a huge word in scripture. The word because is a huge word in scripture because it always connects something. It's always connecting something great to it. A great truth is always connected to because. And he see here in verse 14, verse 17, last week we talked about having boldness. And I love verse. I love sermons like that. Having boldness. Okay, in the day of judgment. We got to have boldness in the day of judgment. We, we, listen, listen. When we stand before the Lord, there is no reason. There will be no point of us standing before the Lord expecting a, a good verdict if we can't stand in boldness. Okay? That's right, just what the scripture is saying. And that's not me saying it. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Amen. Okay? Now, I know there's verses that say, you know, if the righteous scarcely be saved. Okay? That doesn't say if the righteous not be bold. 
Okay? We have all the boldness in the world, but we're still going to be scarcely saved. But that saved part is going to be based on the boldness Amen. that we had. And why do how and why somebody would be saying, how do I get this boldness? Okay? Watch this. Watch this verse. This, 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 this is just a remarkable study. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Let me, let me, just, let me give you that word because just a little bit, just because I, I think it's important that we understand what it means. It, it really in this sense means for this reason. Okay. Let me put it in a verse. Let me put it in a verse. Let me put it in a verse. Jeremy prayed this. Jeremy prayed this. I listen to Jeremy pray. Y'all, man, you know, I, I walk around up here and I listen to Jeremy pray. He didn't do all this, but watch what this is saying here in Ephesians 5, 3. We're going to get the verse. We're going to get the verse number 6. Watch what's going on in this world. But fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness not be named once among you as becoming saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking or jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know that no whoremonger, no unclean person, no covenant man, or who is an idolater have any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Now you got a word to the preachers. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Mm. Don't let no preacher tell you that you can get to heaven without boldness. Okay? Let no man deceive you with vain words. Here we go. Here's our word. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Hmm. Because. How many of you know the reason why so many folks died in the wilderness? We've gone over this before. Why? Remember God told told Israel to go into the promised land, go into Canaan, and overtake the land. They sent 12 spies, remember? They sent 12 spies. And, and Joshua and Caleb said, wow, we're going to have all this. We're going to do these boys in. We're going to take this land. We're going to whoop them. They had boldness. And the other 10 said, we like grasshoppers. They're going to whoop us. And they went back and told the people what they seen. And Joshua and Caleb said, we got this because God said we got this. And the ten said, no, no, they are mighty men. They are strong. They are stronger than God. Now watch what the text says in Hebrews 3 and 19. And it says, and so we see that they could not enter in. Here's our word. Because of what? Unbelief. This will be the same thing. Because of unbelief. Let me give you a couple more. Because. I'm going to go somewhere with this. John 14, 8. Here's Jesus. He, he's, our, he's our maintenance man. He maintains us. Okay? He, he maintains us. How? We literally in the response to reading. I was reading. And he maintains us with his spirit. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. Verse 18, John 14. I will come to you. 
Yet a little while and the world seeth me no more. The world. But ye see me. Hope y'all seeing them. I don't mean visible mean visible eyes, but you see them. Okay? See them working in your life. See them working in your heart. See them working in your thought process. Seeing them working in your behaviors. You see them working. But ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. I like it. Y'all finish them verses off because it was powerful. Amen. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Big, big, big because. I think it's got two big becauses in it. It says in Romans 8.10. I'm 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 going to go somewhere with this. It says, and if Christ be in you. Ain't no doubt about it now. If you, if, you, if you say you're saved, if you say you've been born again, and if you say you love the Lord and, 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 and you, Christ is in you. Amen. Okay? okay? Ain't no doubt about it. Well, nobody, well, I know I'm saved, but I don't know if Christ is in me. No, that don't work like that. Amen. If you say Christ is in you, okay? And if Christ be in you, Romans 8.10, the body is dead because of sin. Remember when we were saved? How dead we were. How our thoughts were dead. Our deeds were dead. Our actions were dead. But. Romans 8.10. But. The spirit is life. So when you got saved, life entered you. The spirit of God entered you. The person of Jesus Christ entered you. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by or because his spirit that dwelleth in you. If you're a child of God, born again. Raised from the dead. You got the Lord living in you. Living in you. Guiding you. Thinking for you when you don't want to think. You ever get you ever get there and you don't want to think? Spirit think for you. You wanna do something you don't you know, do something you want to do something unthinkable. And spirit says, you don't want to do that. That's how he operates. Yes, how he operates. Let me let me read our verse one more time. Let me read our verse one more time. Herein is love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in the world. That's, that sounds like an impossible statement. As he is, well, well, how is Jesus? Okay, he's perfect. He's sinless. He's filled with love. Okay. He's filled with grace. He's filled with mercy. He's filled with kindness. And those are the characteristics that we, that we have as partakers of his divine nature. Because as he is, not as he was, as he is, so are we in this world. We're going to stand out like a sore thumb. We're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Everywhere we go, we're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Because as he is. So are we in this world. How about that? You know what else, you know what else that means? We're going to get something. 
we're going to catch some flack too. You know what? Jesus caught some flack in this world. Yeah. So we don't, we don't like catching flack. Amen. We don't like catching flack. Jesus caught flack. He caught it. Everywhere he went, you know, folks showed up. He was teaching somewhere. Folks showed up. Throwing a woman in front of him. You know, opening up the roof, dropping somebody. He just showed up everywhere he went. He preaching and somebody walking through the crowd with an issue of blood. Everywhere he went. They tried to get at him. They tried to distract him. But he blessed them folks. Amen. He blessed them folks. I want y'all to have boldness in the day of judgment. See, I was saying this this morning in Sunday school. We, got, we living in a dying world. Folks is dying. Folks is getting sick. Folks is dying all around us every day. How many people that you know personally, all of us in here, know probably in the last year or so, we probably know 10 people that, that died. Seriously. Now, how many of those people that you know that died that you could confidently say that they died in Christ Jesus? Think about that. That's scary, ain't it? See, see, that's how I read the newspaper. When I read the newspaper, when, when somebody says, well, you know, so-and-so died, it's just, a, it's just a heaven and hell issue for me. Amen. When, when Christine, and I don't mean to be harsh or anything, I'm just being real. When Christine says she lost some people this week, the first thing comes to my mind, where they saved. That's how I think now. Okay? Now go and talk to my talk to my aunt yesterday. Eighty nine years old. She's eighty nine years old. And I'm sitting here like, woman, do you know the Lord? Okay. Watch this. John two at twenty eight. I just just I I just want y'all to have boldness. I think I think I think I think I would I would I could preach about a whole lot of stuff. I could preach about a whole lot of stuff, okay? And, and probably could have some real happy stuff. And everybody would be like, oh, that's so nice. Me like your pastor. He's so nice. Huh? You know, he, we don't even feel like we're in church when we go to church. Uh-oh. I, I, you, I hear people, and, and a lot of pastors, they like that stuff. You know, we don't even feel like we go to church. I, I, I say some churches have four nurseries. You know, they go, you go to the church, they got four nurseries, okay? They got a nursery for the kids. They got a nursery for the teens. They got a nursery for the young adults. And they got a nursery for the old folks. And, 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 and they, 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 they got four nurseries. Yeah, they got old folks service now. They, got, they call it traditional. So they'll have, the, they'll have a seniors. Yeah, a nursery for the seniors, you know, assisted living service. It, but it don't matter. It don't matter. Daniel's sitting there. And know what Daniel needs to hear? He needs to hear the word of the Lord. Amen. And, and he said, well, he's a little baby. Listen, I don't care how old he is. I know one thing for certain. God says his word Amen. shall not return void. Amen. Okay? So I'm, it don't matter. I've preached to folks unconscious. Amen. <laughs> unconscious with ventilators. Preach to them. Jake coming here one. Remember Jake coming here with that one winter. Jake coming here. I'm I'm having it. I'm just going through snow up to here. Jake come through like I'm preaching to nobody in this church. Amen. But know what I know? Amen. God's word will not return void. Uh-huh. Amen. That's right. Amen. Hmm. And now, little children, 
Here we go. And here's why I do what I do. It ain't popular. But 1 John 2.28, watch this. And now little children, abide in him. Here we go. That when he shall appear. What's that mean? He coming. You, you can take all the vaccinations. You Listen, I, let me tell y'all, son. Take the Pfizer one, okay? Because that's the one that I'm invested in. So take the Pfizer vaccine, <laughs> all right? If you're going to take one, take Pfizer. Okay? So now little children, abide in him. Even when you don't feel good. Even when you ain't having the best day. Even when you ain't having the best week. Even when you ain't having the best month. Even when you ain't having the best year. What? Because everybody in here today ain't having a good, ain't had a good week. Ain't had a good having a good day. Some of us got some stuff going on in our world. But guess what? It's word of God that never changes. Amen. It says, abide in him. Watch. That when he shall appear. See, you don't want him to fear. You don't want him to appear when you ain't abiding in him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I think that's what the text is saying. Let me read it. When he shall appear. Oh, he coming. He coming. We may have confidence. That's a good word. And not be ashamed before him at his coming. That's, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Abide in him. Abide in him. Abide in him. Even when you're having a bad day. Even when you're having a difficult day. Difficult year. Abide in him. Life ain't, life ain't easy. Amen. Life ain't easy. Don't let nobody tell you that. Life is tough. Okay? On the good days, it's tough. It's, it's tough living. It's tough ex- receiving God's blessings. Amen. It's tough. Amen. Okay. okay. Watch How do I abide in him? Okay. How, how can a sinner be as he is? This is, where, this is where it got really, it just took off on me. This just took off on me. Because I, I would ask the question, if I'm sitting there like you guys, and, 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 and I'm reading this text to you, and I say, herein is, is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in the world. Now, my question would go, how can a sinner be as he is? Uh-huh. That would be, be the question. I would be saying, listen, I don't care. If Jake was preaching or Jerry preached, I said, oh, you gotta, I hope he's going to explain that. I hope he's going to explain that. But I can't explain that. I can't explain that. Okay? But I know somebody who can. Amen. You know? I know somebody who can, Jeremy, you know? Because I can ask the chief sinner. I can ask the chief sinner to explain how a sinner can be as he is. I can ask the chief. Amen. Amen. <laughs> y'all, y'all know who the chief is, right? That's Paul. So I go to Paul and say, Paul, how can a chief sinner, bad as you was, be as he is? Perfect, sinless, full of grace, mercy, and love. <laughs> Here's the answer the chief gave me. Romans 5.1. Here's the answer the chief gave me. Romans 5.1. Here's Paul explaining how he became 
as he is. I love this. He says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, so what Paul said in verse number one, he said, listen, I was a chief sinner. I was dead in my trespasses and sin. But guess what? The moment I set my heart and soul and believed on Lord Jesus Christ, I was justified. The old folks used to say, just as if I never sinned. Just as if I've never sinned. Paul was justified by his faith. By believing. Paul would later write, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That was in Hebrews, and we don't know if Paul was the actual writer of Hebrew, but most of us think he was. Watch this. Watch what he does with, with Romans 5.1. He says, being therefore justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of folks in this world that don't have peace with God. This is help. This is help for you guys. We gonna, if we're going to start a revival, we have to start a revival on truth. Okay? A revival will not start in our land on false teachings. Okay? You're not going to preach to a, a group of sinners why you shouldn't eat hot dogs and think you're going to start a revival. A revival will be started on truth. Okay? All right, so, so therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Watch this now. By whom we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. This is coming from the chief who hated Christians, killed Christians. Okay, and now he is rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Amen. Watch this. Watch him talk about his boldness. Watch Paul talk about his boldness. Because we got to have some boldness. And I'm, I'm just telling you. Don't tell me about your Christianity without boldness. It's got to come with boldness. Okay, boldness. No one, no one listen, no one that's going to cost you something. Everybody going to like you. You're not going to be Mr. and Mrs. Congeniality. Yeah, bye bye. I hope I hope nobody don't like me. I, that people think like that. They want everybody to like them. Uh-huh. Truth. That's a hard pill to swallow, ain't it? Amen. And and not only so. Here we go. Here's Paul. Don't care. He was he was justified. He was redeemed. He was justified. He had peace with the Lord. So now he can let it rip. He says that not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. And patience, experience, and experience hope. Now here's a, here's a powerful verse, and I'm going to move on from this. I'm going to talk to Peter for a little bit. Here's verse number five. Watch what he says, because this is what we need. And hope maketh not ashamed. How about that? And hope make it not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. And when he says, and hope make it not ashamed, listen, Paul said, listen, when I stand before the Lord on judgment day, he said, I will not be ashamed. How about that? I will not. Paul said, I will not be ashamed. See, see, folks ain't, folks ain't worried about COVID. 
Folks ain't worried about COVID-19. They ain't worried about the flu virus. They ain't worried about that. You know what folks is worried about? Amen. You know what folks is worried about? Dying. And standing before the Lord ashamed. Amen. Man, folks, folks ain't worried about COVID. They know it. They, they, folks worried about dying. Amen. And they worry COVID to get you there maybe quicker than you. You, you going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't leaving nobody here alive. We sitting up in here today dying. Stuff going through our bodies and going through our hearts. We don't know what's going on with us inside. We don't know. We can have tumors floating up on, up our legs now. We don't know. We take it for granted, but folks ain't worried about COVID. They worried about dying. See, see what COVID done to me, it made people realize that hell is real. It's real. You got to deal with it. So we're going to take, take, I'm fully vaccinated. Like I said, hell going to be filled. Fully vaccinated folks. Okay. Hell going to be filled. Folks that had the measles vaccine, the chicken pox vaccine. They had the, 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 week, the yearly flu shots. They had everything. You still have to deal with judgment day. Amen. Let me talk to Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter 1 through. Here's Peter. Here's Peter. Peter. Peter said, I denied him three times. I denied him three times. I was cussing in front of them little kids at the fire. I denied him three times. I denied him three times. How can a sinner, how can a sinner, how Peter, how can you, how can you, Peter, now say a sinner can be like the Lord? I like that. Here's what Peter had to say. Second Peter, Second Peter 1, 3. Watch what Peter has to say. Gosh. Peter says, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these, by these ye might be partakers of his divine nature. How about that? How about that? Having, here's, here's, here's Peter, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Peter knows something about escaping. Remember, remember, remember in Acts 12, I think it was Acts 12, and, and Peter was handcuffed to the soldiers. And he was getting ready to get his head cut off. He knows something about escaping. Let me tell you something about escaping. When you escape something, you ain't going back. Okay? You escape something, you ain't going back. You escape something, you ain't going back. Okay? And if you saved, if God has saved you, you have escaped something. Okay? And, 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 and folks and folks that you see people and they walk away and they don't come to church and they don't have nothing to do with the ministry anymore, they, they never escaped. They never escaped. They might have had a day pass. <laughs> you know, you know, you, 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 yeah, they might have worked on the, you know, you, you see them, you see them out when you're on the highway, you see the, the jail crew. They, they, they out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they going back. Uh, they just out for the day. They picking up paper and cleaning up and stuff. And they feel good. They got some fresh air and everything. But they ain't escaped. Ha <laughs> They ain't escaped. See, that's how a lot of Christians is. They 
way out on the day pass. Okay? Yeah, they still got their orange jumpsuit on. They ain't escaped. Because when you escape, you don't even go to that town no more. Amen. Okay? I, I used to say that. See, my, my dad never told me the real story. But he never went back to Alabama. I don't know what he did. He took it to the grave with him. I tried and picked him with him. I said, hey, what you do, man? You don't want that. I, he said, I ain't never going back to Alabama. Okay? He, he never went back. I think he did something. I think he killed some people or something. But he escaped. He's going to tell me. I'm going to find out. Yeah, so, see? There you go, Vaughn. Thank you. Amen. Some things you don't need to know. Listen, listen, listen. I don't want y'all to be confused. Look at what watch this verse. Watch this verse. Here's Peter again. Now, Peter, once Peter escaped, he had a lot to say. Once God got him right, once God got him right, he God said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, Peter, do you love me? He asked him three times. Peter said, God, you know I love you. He said, Feed my sheep. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Yeah, you know I love you. You know I love you. Feed my sheep. Feed my lamb. Okay? Watch what Peter says. He's feeding now. He's in the feed ministry. See? First Peter 2, 6. Watch what Peter says. I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to get this. Because I, 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 listen, I don't want nobody confounded. Y'all know that word confounded. Before I even, before I even, before I even read the scripture, I'm going to read y'all to know what that word confounded means. That word confounded means confused. Anybody ever heard befuddled before? I say, I look at these words up. Befuddled. Just a mess. Just a mess. You ever know some Christians just a hot mess? Amen. Okay? See, 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 Peter don't want you, and no preacher wants his people confounded when they stand before the Lord. I was like, what's going on? I went to the church every day. First Peter 2 6. He says, Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he, uh -oh, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded, befuddled, confused, damned when they stand before the Lord. It's appointed unto man what? Once to die, and after that, the judgment. So Peter said, I don't want nobody to be confounded. Let me let me show you what confounded people look like. Because some folks know they ain't confounded. You know, you talk, you know, I mean you, you you go over to you 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 go over to Southern Tavern or places like that. Them folks over there, they don't care nothing about the Lord, they don't care nothing about heaven or standing before the Lord in, in judgment. They don't care. They, 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 they doing what they want to do. They don't think nothing about the things of God. So we're not talking about them. We're talking about church folk who, who've been bamboozled. Uh -oh. Okay. Paul, Jesus says this in, in Matthew 7. Y'all know it. 721. Watch this. It's fascinating. Fascinating. Toward the end of it, it gets a little difficult, but we'll work through it. He says, talking to church folks. Folks listen to the sermon audio. Folks watch it on Facebook. Okay? He's talking to these folks. Folks who church built with their churches is filled, you know. He said, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth 
the will of my Father which is in heaven. We know what the will of his Father is. We know that. He said, many will say to me in that day, that judgment day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Question mark. And in thy name have cast out devils? Question mark. And in thy name done many works. Y'all see the befuddledness? Y'all see the confusion? You can't have this on the day of judgment. These folks is confused and they, they befuddled and they get ready to get angry because they thought what they was doing was right. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then, and then will I profess unto them. Here's Jesus talking. I never knew you. Okay? I never knew you. What's that mean? I, knew, I, I never had a personal relationship with you. I, I, never, I never received you as my child by faith. Okay? And then he says, depart from me, ye workers, ye that work iniquity. Let me keep going. Watch this. Therefore, whosoever hear these things, hear these sayings of mine and do them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Okay? And when the COVID came and the variants came and Dr. Fauci came and the CDC came and the vaccines came and the face mask came and the BLM came and the Antifa came and January 6th came. Watch this. It fell not. For it was founded upon a rock. Stuff always coming at you. Stuff always coming at you. Stuff going to come at you and come at you and beat on you and beat on you. Make sure you're on the rock. Make sure you can't be moved. Think about David. Think about David. King David. Think about what he went through. Oh my God, he went through some stuff. He went through some stuff. And watch what he says. This is in Acts 2.25. This is, this, is, this is Peter talking about David. He said, for David speaketh concerning him. He says this. For I foresaw the Lord always before my face. How about that? How about that? Good times, bad times, indifferent, ups and downs in life. I forever saw the Lord before my face. That's the heart of a man that God said was a man after my own heart. Stay with me. Watch what he says. For he is on my right hand. How about that? He's on my right hand. God was on David's right hand. And watch what David says. That I should not be moved. Acts 2.25. That I should not be moved. Okay. Let me give you. Let me give you nine. I'm going to close. I'm going to give you nine reasons why a man of God, where a woman of God, should not be confused, befuddled, messy, and confounded. Let me, let me give you. Maybe I might not make it through all nine, but they're just Bible verses. I, I don't have nine reasons within me. I don't know where them nine reasons come from. Watch this. John 14, 23. Watch what Jesus says. 
Because I don't want y'all to be moved. I want y'all to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work, work of the Lord. First John 14, 20, but Jesus said this. Jesus answered said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. How about that? Amen. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he's going to be with us in judgment day. And he's going to be standing right there representing us. He's going to be standing right next to us representing us. We have nothing to fear. Matthew 17, 5. Yet while he spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice, a voice, behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, this is what? My beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Here we go. Here Ye him. How about that? Hear you him. That means in him and only him. And he's speaking only truth. I don't need to go sideways or to the right, to the left. I don't need to go anywhere else because I got all my answers in 66 books canonized. I can find an answer to anything that I may deal with in this world. Let me give you another reason why you never, should, never have to worry about being confused or befuddled or angry or a mess when it comes to your judgment. This, is, this, is, this, ought to be, this ought to be healing to us. It ought to be healing to us. Romans 3.24, I like this. Being justified freely. To be justified freely by his grace through redemption. Watch this. That is in Christ Jesus. You've been redeemed. You've been redeemed, you've been justified, and, and, and you accept these things, you have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. Eight, Romans 8, there is therefore no what? Condemnation to them which are in Christ. Somebody say, well, how do I know I'm in Christ? You'll know. You'll know if you're in Christ or not, because he lives. He lives. I know what? My Savior lives. You ask me how I know he lives? He lives within my heart. Okay? There is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You have nothing to worry about. Don't let these folks run you ragged and worried about dying. Everybody worried about dying. It ought to be a glorious day. It ought to be a glorious day. Why isn't it a glorious day? Why isn't dying a glorious day? You had all your life to prepare for. Why is dying such a sad day? Why? See, 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 I'm all, I'm all backwards with this stuff. And you're like, you, that's weird. You a weird thinker. It ought to be a glorious day. It ought to be a glorious day. Amen. Okay? No one? Did y'all did listen to Jeremy pray? Do what do y'all be thinking about when y'all listen to this man pray? Because he was praying about this thing. We get to leave this place. We get to escape this place. We get to leave this filthy, stinking, wretched stuff. We ain't got to hear no more ambulance, no more hospitals, no more IVs, no more shots, no more news of somebody dying, no more news of kids getting their heads blown off at gas station. None of that. We want to glory. No bullets in heaven. No gangs in heaven. Nobody getting raped in heaven. Nobody getting murdered in heaven. Nobody, no pedophiles in heaven. No homosexuals in heaven. None of that stuff. We ain't got to deal with none of that. And we want to stay here. Oh, Lord, I want to go. 99 years old and scared. Scared of dying. Scared of dying. Something wrong. You had 99. Listen, give me 99 years to prepare something. 
It'll be good. Be good. Amen. We prepare for everything. Some of us got plans now. We got plans now. We got plans now. We ran for stuff, going on a cruise, going on vacation, you know, working on turning my yard into, you know, a, a Cedar Point. <laughs> that, that was for somebody in here, but. Amen. <laughs> well, I mean, we got plans. You know, we got plans. We want, we got plans for all them raccoons and, and, and stuff that's around the house. I got some plans, you know. How much time did we spend getting ready for heaven? Anybody, anybody got the outfit out already that you want to get buried in? Does any, I'm serious. Does anybody, does anybody, see, I don't even want to point nobody out because they'd be like, don't oh, point me out. Just, do you, do you, or do your loved ones going to have to go all over your stuff and say, I wonder if mommy, she's been serving God all her life. She's been going to church all night. Now she's dead. I wonder what we're going to bury in. You got, we ain't ready. I'm going to get my stuff out tonight. When I leave home, I'm getting my stuff out tonight. Alright? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Y'all think I'm joking. And listen, I'm getting, I'm getting buried in my most expensive pair of boots. So ain't nobody wearing them. They, they going down with me. Ray ain't getting them. He ain't, when y'all see, he ain't getting them orange gators. That's a real talk. We may, listen, listen, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. Nothing can separate us from God's love. We ain't got nothing to worry about. We're so worried. Oh, I want to smack a Christian. (laughs) Worried about dying. I'm smacking with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost smack. Amen. Serving God all your life and worry about dying? See, y'all know it don't make sense. Y'all just y'all know it don't make sense. See, Wednesday night, y'all we'd be live in there if I was talking on Wednesday night. But see, it don't make sense. Y'all can't do nothing now. I got y'all right where I want y'all. Y'all just gotta hear me go on and on about this, but I want y'all to be ready when the Lord comes. Because that's what the scripture says. That's what the scripture teaches. And that's what every pastor should be preaching. And some folks are sitting up there with masses on worried about catching this cold. Okay? And he had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, 6. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had beforehand ordained that we should walk in them. I'm going to give you one last verse. And I'm going to close. Because I know I can get crazy with this stuff. Because I, I just want y'all to be ready. I don't want nobody to sit there like, listen. Listen. I don't want nobody to sit there and worry about dying. Ain't nothing to worry about for people who are in Christ Jesus. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I ain't trying to be morbid. You're going to miss your kids. You're going to miss your family. Most people tell me all the time the hardest part about dying is leaving your loved ones. And I understand that. Okay. But they need to know too. We all got to do this. We all got to do this. Let me find my verse. I'm going to close because it's just, it was just remarkable. And, and, and I can't find it. But I'm going to find it. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, okay. I already did. 
did it. I already read my verse, Romans 5.1. All right, let's close. Let's close. Let's close. Let's close with this. Let's close with this. Because life gets tough. Amen. Life gets tough. Work gets tough. Marriage gets tough. Just, just life gets tough. And when life gets tough, for us as children of God, people of God, we, we need to learn to look upon Jesus. Because the God we serve was tough. Life got tough for Jesus down here. Okay? Now, now Hebrews 12 and 1, watch what I say. Now, y'all know these verses. But verse number 3, I, and I look at it, I see something different. I see something different. So when you become faint and discouraged and persecution is coming at you from all angles. I'm not talking about persecution from your family, from your loved ones, from your people, from your job, from whatever. Doctor now. Consider Jesus. Okay? Consider Jesus. Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. In the sin which so which which do so easily beset us and let us run with patience. The race that is set before us. Here we go. Here we go. Stay with me. Looking unto Jesus. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Even in the the good times and in the bad times. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Watch this. For who for who for the joy that was set before him. Thank you, Lord. Let me say that again. Thank you, Lord. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now here's where here's the verse. Because we a lot of times we just read one and two. Watch what number three says. For consider him, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against him. Lest you be wearied and faint in your minds, in your minds, in your minds, in your minds. Precious Lord, thank you this morning. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the power of God. Thank you for the hope of the word of God. Thank you, Father God, for for boldness and knowing the fact that we can be as you were or as you are or as you is. We can be that. So we ask right now, Father God, to touch us with your love your grace and your mercy and give us that confidence that we can stand before a dying world and proclaim that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Thank you for everything you do in Jesus' name. Amen.